Did you know that the way that we create and repurpose content can be compared to being a chef in a fine dining French Michelin starred restaurant? It sounds like a crazy analogy, but hear me out. Once you hear this analogy, you'll never create content the same again. Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and this week's episode is called How Content Repurposing Makes Your Customer Journey a Seven-Course Fine Dining Experience, which sounds like a little bit of a far-fetched analogy, and perhaps in some ways it is, but you need to just hear me out on this one because I think it's a really fun way of looking at how we create and repurpose our content. Now, I talked about how the classic customer journey has changed since social media, specifically consumed on mobile devices has become a primary way that customers find us in last week's podcast episode. So in episode 134, called the content repurposing customer journey from mobile to long form to buying, I shared all of my thoughts on this journey and how people usually do find us on their mobile devices and often on social media first before they go on to find more about us. So do listen to that episode, episode 134 of the Content 10X podcast. So content10x.com for Forward slash 134. Now, this week's podcast episode moves on very nicely from that. I wanted to bring the whole idea to life by explaining how we can kind of compare it to a seven course fine dining experience. Now, I'm a real foodie. I absolutely love cooking food and I also love eating food and I am happy to kind of invest in my food endeavors. I really do like to go to some of these quite kind of fine dining places to really try some unusual and different foods and take it more as an experience as well as just eating, but the whole round experience of fine dining. So this is a great analogy for me because it's something that I really, really love and it's going to make me really hungry as I talk through this as well. I'm warning it might actually make you hungry too, so make sure you have a snack handy. Okay, so let's jump in. So let's look at course one, the hors d'oeuvres. So course one gives your customers their very first tiny taste of you and your business. This is often nice snackable finger food. So in the food world, we may be looking at a mini bruschetta or chicken satay skewers, goat's cheese crostini. Canapes are a type of hors d'oeuvres. Now your hors d'oeuvre content should be finger food too. This is just a glimpse to help people form an initial impression of you, your branding, your profile photo, your bio, this might just be that glimpse that they have to form an impression of you. So it's the basics of your online presence that just clearly shows what you do, how you do it. And it can tap into the feelings for people as to whether they want to learn a little bit more about you and at least give them a feeling as to what your brand is about. So when people are just scanning or browsing your profile, you need to give them this. This is the hors d'oeuvres. This is the initial little tease and taste to get that stomach rumbling. Okay, so then we move on to course two, the amuse-bouche, okay? So this is something that is a little bit more tantalizing. This course gives your customers a real taste of what's to come, but in a smaller serving and actually smaller than the hors d'oeuvres even. So an amuse-bouche is typically just one bite, one or two bites. If you haven't heard of or tried an amuse-bouche before, then it's a French term that means mouth amuser. 
and it's something that typically you don't order. So the chef comes up with the amuse-bouche to suit the food that is to come and it gives you a glimpse of the chef's style and also gets your palate ready. It's designed to be small but packed full of flavour. As I said, it primes your palate for the next course and usually they're really pretty to look at as well. Okay, so how do we compare this to content? So we've gone from the hors d'oeuvres, the finger food, them just getting that glimpse, looking at maybe your bio, maybe they've seen a little look at your online presence. The amuse-bouche is content that still needs to be really easy to consume. You're not asking anything from them at this stage. You're just trying to pique their interest and prime them for more short, brief content. So this might be a selfie. This could be a really short form video. This is typically things like Insta story content. It could be a tweet, a TikTok video, even if you're on TikTok. This gives people a look at you. And remember, you know, with social media, it's not about selling, it's about being social. So we want to post lots of this amuse-bouche content. So in this analogy, I'm putting the amuse-bouche in between the hors d'oeuvres and the next course, which I'm going to come on to, but we constantly serve this amuse-bouche, okay? This is something that we keep serving, the palate cleanser, to get people ready to consume more of your content. So short content, not expecting anything more, but just giving people an insight to you and your style and what you're about. Okay, then course number three. I hope you're getting hungry now. So we move on to course number three, which is the starter or the appetizer. So you've served up that perfectly seasoned, delicious amuse-bouche and the next course comes along. Now, this is still something that is simple. It's got a little bit more meat on it now, but it's simple, enjoyable, and it's to leave people excited for more. So people have gone past just seeing your profile and that free snippet of content and are looking now with more intrigue. Okay, so now they've got more intrigue. And this is where your lighthearted, light touch content can really shine. The goal with your starter is to gain more interest and attention. You want them to want more and it's clear from your starter that there is more too. Okay, so your content can't stop here. It's very rare that we go to a restaurant and we're given a menu that consists only of starters. Although I'm going to admit that I'd actually really like that restaurant because I could just order lots of starters often when I'm in restaurants and I'd be really happy with that. But very rare that we have that. So the starter leads on to something else. For podcasters, this could be an audiogram from your latest episode. For video creators, this could be a short teaser clip, a short highlight of your video. And if you want to know more and get some help with how you would create those short videos, then I recently did a podcast episode. It was episode number 133 on how to repurpose videos for social media content 10x.com forward slash 133. So do go check that out. It could also be a quote image with engaging social media copy. So note here, what we're doing is we're taking our main course and breaking it down into the starter. Now, of course, we wouldn't do this in a restaurant with food. So that's probably where the analogy ends here a little bit with this example. But that's where the beauty of content repurposing comes in. We cook our main course first and then we create our starter from our main course. What a time saver, okay? The great news is that your content forming your amuse-bouche can also be broken down from the main. And often in this case, it's either taken directly from the main, so from your long form content, or it's inspired by the main and just directly related to the main. 
Now, from the start, your customers know you and what you're about. And this is giving them their first bigger taste of what you do best, moving you from an initial tease to a lot more of an idea. And the key here is that you're introducing it still in that small kind of snackable way, but catching their attention more and leading on to something more now. So this is the tease that's leading on to more. And then speaking of which, what does it lead on to? So course number four, your main course. Hey, just a little break from this podcast episode to ask you a question. Would you like one single place that you can go to that provides you with everything you need to be able to implement the best practices in content repurposing for your video content, your podcast episodes, and your social media content today? To help you get more value from the content that you create, get more time back and help you reach more people than you ever thought possible. If so, then you are going to love the Content 10X Toolkit. The toolkit is full of video tutorials, templates, checklists, swipe files, step-by-step guides and more that shows you how to repurpose your content in the best ways possible today. No more Googling, no more figuring it out yourself. We provide you with everything that you need to become a content repurposing pro. If this sounds like something that would interest you, then go check out the Content 10X Toolkit at content10x.com forward slash toolkit. Okay, I'm back to this week's episode. Now, isn't it just the best feeling when you see your food coming to your table, when you've had those delicious short courses, but you're ready for that main event, the hearty mouth watering main that is going to come and be put in front of you. And that's what course number four is. So by now, you know, the chef is great. The flavors and the ideas are right up your street and you can't wait to try more. So then comes this main course. And for you in this content world, this is your long form content. This is your podcast episode. If you're a podcaster, your blog post, if you're a blogger, your video, um, whether that's, you know, video content on social media, your website, maybe you're a YouTuber, um, your live stream, whatever it is, this is that longer form content that you want people to consume. And better still, they've chosen to consume it, okay? Because they have loved what they've experienced so far and this is their choice. They've really warmed up to you. They're happy in the knowledge of who you are. They trust you. It's such an important word. They trust you now from the content that you've given them. And that tiny portion, the profile and then the social post has led perfectly to this main course, the long form content. And you have taken people on this journey. This didn't happen by chance. You've orchestrated this content journey. And it's really important to consider here that consuming long form content takes time and intent. For example, let's look at podcasts. A podcast episode could be one hour long, let's say. And to consume it, you're expecting someone to go to a podcasting app and find the episode and they need to factor in the time in their day to then listen to that episode. You know, they might be walking a dog or exercising at the gym, driving to work, but they need to consciously decide to devote that time to your show. And this is a big ask. We should never, ever underestimate what we've achieved with every single listen to an episode. But to expect someone to start immediately at that stage from not knowing you at all to listening to your one hour episode, it's a huge ask and probably quite naive, really. And the same goes for watching a video or reading a blog post. We constantly have other things competing for our time and attention all the time. So getting people to choose your content is not easy. And that's why we start easy and we take them on a journey. 
Okay, so they've loved that main course, course number four, and we're going to move on to course number five now, the dessert. So there's always room for dessert. I'm convinced that we have a second stomach that's reserved only for delicious desserts. So make sure that you give your customers something rich and satisfying after the main course. Because after the main course, they've consumed your long form content. They're hopefully very happy and convinced by your ability to solve their problems. So it's the perfect time to top that up and give them even more value with a content upgrade. So something of value that is directly related to the content that will be delivered in exchange for an email address. Just as we're happy to find space for dessert, your customers will be happy to give you their email address after enjoying your fantastic core content if they believe that you can help them and it will add value to their life. Content upgrades are amazing resources as well, whether it could be a checklist, a swipe file, a short course, a test, an infographic. They're mega, mega, mega effective if they're designed to accompany your free content. For example, my recent blog post and podcast episode about repurposing videos for social media, episode 133 of the Content 10X podcast, was accompanied with a content upgrade that was a detailed step-by-step walkthrough with PDF download that made the process I went through in the blog post and the podcast episode even easier for someone to follow. So a direct upgrade, if my podcast episode was helpful, it's kind of a no-brainer to then go and get the PDF download because it's just going to help you do exactly what I talk people through and typed about in the blog post. And if you want to get a copy of that, by the way, head to content10x.com forward slash repurpose video. So appeal to your customer's sweet tooth and give them something they can't refuse. So do you have a dessert with all of your core content? And maybe you don't need to have a dessert, so a content upgrade with all of your core content, but think about the ones that could have one and then work out how you could repurpose what you have created already and turn that into the perfect content upgrade, the perfect dessert. Okay, so maybe you think we are finished there, but no, we have course number six, the cheese course. So they're stuffed, they're smiling, they're very satisfied. Your customers are loving life at your table. Another course, surely not. And then you smile and hit them with the next course. They trust you. After all, the last five courses have been mind-blowingly great and they all fitted very naturally one after the other. So now is when you can start to sell your service or your product. Now, I'm not suggesting this is the only point at which you can start to reference your service or your product. Of course, you can reference it at the other stages as well. But here I'm talking about creating some content that is more relevant to, you know, pushing people to that sale to your service or your product. So they've engaged with you on social media. They love your content. They've consumed your long form content and they've even got onto your email list now. So if they got that content upgrade, they're an email subscriber. So with a series of emails and perhaps with some retargeting ads on social media because they consume content on your website, now your long form content, you can be confident in putting your service or your product or both in front of this audience. They trust you. And they are at the perfect time now to take that next stage and become a customer. 
Now, if you'd brought out a plate of experimental cheese when they first sat down, maybe they'd have ran for the door. But now that they know you, they trust you, and they've had that amazing experience five times over, they'll happily give it a try, okay? They'll happily give your product or service a try. So tailor your emails on your ads to them, perhaps offer exclusive discounts, and you'll be really good to go. And with this analogy, I'm not suggesting the cheese course in itself is your product or service, but I'm suggesting that the content you deliver to your audiences. And we're back to short, simple messaging now. You need to be really clear in as few words as possible as to how you can help people. Let's not confuse the sales message because confusion leads to indecision, which will lead to inaction. And we don't want that. Okay, then finally, course number seven, coffee with the petty fours. So no more food, no, not another bite, no way. And then you hit them with perhaps a coffee just to round things off and some delightful petty fours on the side. Your customers are full. They loved your social media presence. You took them to your long form content. They trusted you. And now they are paying for a product or a service, but never stop communicating with them. Never stop delighting them. You've got some very happy customers on your hands kick back and have a little drink with them now. Don't forget through the power of things like Zoom and streaming platforms, you literally can kick back and have a drink with them no matter where they are in the world to answer questions, maybe one-to-one or as a group through that kind of medium. But from a content perspective, you can create content to upsell to them as well. So additional products or services to take people from maybe that first product that they bought to the next stage. So maybe they bought your book. So for example, in the Content 10X world, maybe they bought my book and I want them to go on and buy the toolkit and which is the next natural progression for anyone who's read my book but then ultimately I'd love for people to work with us on our content repurposing service so our fully end-to-end content repurposing service so it's natural that I would want to communicate with people at those different stages now to move them along that journey. And also create content for your super fans, the people who will go the extra mile to work with you and will buy almost everything that you create. This is a different type of content that you're creating and keep giving them the petty fours as well. Keep giving them lots and lots of extra treats and things like that because they are your super fans. Now, I hope you enjoyed that analogy, but I just want to make an important point. Okay, so create the most important course first and repurpose. Now, every course in this analogy is really important in its own right, but the standout has to be your long form content, okay? your main course, your core content. It's the largest, most involved part of the meal. It's the largest, most involved content to create. But creating a main course means that you can then create the other accompanying courses sympathetically, congruently and consistency with that standout centerpiece main course. The repurposing will help you develop those six other courses from the main And if you think about it, if the whole meal fits together, you make your customer's journey much easier and far more appealing. And if you don't, it's a bit like trying to combine dishes from India, Mexico, Thailand, Peru, England, Ethiopia, Russia, all in one meal. Nobody will really know what's going on. They'll probably drop off at one point and they'll probably be scared to go on and try anything else you have to offer too, because it will all be very, very confusing. Each course has to make sense in its own right, but in relation to what precedes and follows it as well. And if you do this right through content repurposing, through repurposing that main into all of those different courses, then you're really going to be onto a winner and you're going to save yourself time as well. It's the most effective way to work with your content. So there you go with content repurposing, you will have a Michelin star in no time. Okay, so I really hope that you enjoyed this week's podcast episode. And I hope it's given you some food for thought, pun 
completely intended. Now, if you haven't got a copy yet, then do make sure that you get a copy of my book. It is the ultimate guide to repurposing every type of content and it's available in paperback, Kindle and in audiobook as well. Go to content10x.com forward slash book. And we also have our awesome toolkit out now, which takes the book to the next level and shows you how to implement what you learn in the book on the same day. It's full of video tutorials, checklists, step-by-step guides, swipe files, and more. And that can be found at content10x.com forward slash toolkit. So go check the toolkit out as well. And of course, if you want somebody to do all of this for you, if you don't have the time, you just want to leave it to the experts, then check out our content repurposing services where we do all of the repurposing for you for either videos, podcasts, blog posts, or if you're a speaker, we repurpose your talks as well. Head to content10x.com forward slash services to find out everything that we can do for you. And if you haven't done so already, then please do follow me on social media. I'm at Content10x on all of the main social media platforms. And so thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.